we get darker for a second? I don't think so. I blinked, oh. so it got dark for like a split <laughs> second. But it does pretty often. Welcome back to Snark Break High. We are up to episode nine of season three. How many in this one again? 13. We're in the final days. Oh, shit. He's going to start going down. <laughs> Someone's going to die. That's Jane, by the way. I'm Leanne. Hi. <laughs> you really think someone's going to die? We talked about it last episode, we did. didn't we? My predictions were I think that Jody would leave, which after this episode I'm more sure on now. Okay. Yeah, and then I was like, they haven't killed anyone off for a while. Oh, and my other, <laughs> my other thing was Sam and Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel more – does that feel more fortified or less so? Um, I get freaking mad. <laughs> There's a lot of capital letters in my notes today. I get also very mad. There was one brief shining moment. I was about to say a quote out of Miss Congeniality then. (laughs) And then that mouth. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't. You've told me that Rivers leaves at the end of the season. Yes, I have. And I can't imagine, unless he leaves and Sam stays, I don't know. Because I thought, my prediction was that there would be kind of like a a fight between him and Belle for Sam. And I guess we had a very slight showdown this episode, but not what I thought it would be. I still want to see the cable guy version. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Um, So yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So this episode... Let's talk about this one for a while. This one. We we learn more about the musician, the mysterious musician, Jim Scully, is not Jim Scully. It is Tim Beckett. And I will henceforth oh. be calling him Jim Tim. Okay. And then in the second half of the episode, I'll be calling him Tim Jim. <laughs> We're doing this recording one episode, one day earlier and Jane's always been like, if we recorded earlier in the week, it'd be fine. I feel like I'm being fine. <laughs> Am I not? No, yeah, you're fine. You've got a weird... Jane's had a weird aggressive look on her face and I can't figure out why. <laughs> I think I'm mad that we're recording earlier and it's like weirded up my system. Oh, okay, sure. All right, that's fair. I also forgot and I drove home. <laughs> oh, did you didn't tell me that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I was like, boom, and drove here. Tomorrow you get off? Yeah. There you go. All right, I'll focus on that. <laughs> uh, we also have... Um, Cat Katarina versus Con in food steaks. That's not a healthy thing. versus healthy hot dogs. versus hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Sam and Belle continue their relationship. Hmm. From me, I feel like it's very much a situationship. Yeah, to, it is to use a very now word for something back in the nineties. I've I've not heard of situationship. Oh, it's basically just when. Someone's there. Okay, yeah. You're in a relationship like, with look, them. Look, they'll do. Yeah, but okay. it often is usually from like the the man's side, as in you'll have a woman around in a situationship until something better comes along. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, it feels incorrect. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, we start the episode. Shark pool. It's turned into a goth club. <laughs> yeah, because my my note was we're at the shark pool and Steve is filming everyone, and then I was like, what is Steve wearing? What are all of them wearing? They're all they. If you've seen the Simpsons episode where they do a riff on Lollapalooza mm-hmm. and there's Smashing Pumpkins playing and Lisa and Bart are like, wow, it's so easy to press, depress teenagers and there's just these guys moving their arms. Wearing flannelette. And That's, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty much 
that scene. Yeah. But yeah, that was, it was, Steve had a roughly black shirt Mm -hmm. with like a bejeweled thing at the top of his collar. Katarina was wearing like really dark makeup, very dark 90s makeup. Yeah, she had big hair. It looked like Danny had coloured her hair. Danny had light purple hair. Yeah, which was cool. I liked it. I did like it, but I was also like, is that a wig? Yeah, don't know. It was even Con, who's very like into bright colours, yeah. was wearing a black it was shirt. Like goth night at the shark pool. Except for Jodie, who was wearing white. Yeah, it was weird. It was very My weird. My immediate thought was like, I have never seen Steve dress like that. <laughs> no, no, it was so weird. So... Jim Scully is doing a performance and apparently he's doing great covers of Tim Beckett, who sounds a lot like Nick Cave to me. That was the vibe of his music. Yeah, very low. Yeah. And so also there are Sam and Andrew Bell. It weirds me out that the teachers go to the shark pool. It freaks me out. I would never. Imagine knowing that all the kids hang out at this particular cafe on the weekend or after school. And going there. It was like that time that Yola and Christina were hanging out at Ruby's and we were like, why are you there? Yeah. <laughs> the children That's go there. Hang out. Don't go hang. Why don't you just go and hang out with them outside the supermarket? It would be like us going to the local skate park. Yeah. And just chilling. Just, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so Rivers is definitely not jealous. Absolutely not jealous. It's totally fine. And then Sam, Jim takes a break from his Tim Beckett covers and Sam brings him a drink and is like, what are you doing here? Like she already – like they knew each other. It wasn't just yeah, like – Yeah, it was very much – it was very much that they knew each other. Yeah. And I was like, how would she know him? Also because they say later on in the episode that she would have been in year eight when his music came out. Yeah. How are they buds? Well, I don't think she knew him. I think she recognised him and she was doing a – what do you – like what she is someone – Yeah, she bought him a drink and was like, you know – what are you doing here? As in, what is someone of your, I Caliber. guess, fame doing at the shark pool? Yeah. And then Andrew comes over. Is that his name? Andrew Bell, yes. Yep. I'm now, because now I, I get mixed up and I'm like, wait, is his character Ian Bliss? He's been in so much stuff. Did you end up looking I him up? I looked him up. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And I didn't, like, when I looked him up as Bane in The Matrix, I think when you said it, I was trying to think of a character that looked like him, but he looked completely no, different. He he's very much one of those. Is it a character actor when they sort of morph into something oh, I different? Know. I don't know what it's called. Actor. Method actor, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, super different. Yeah, so then I was like, oh, that guy. There's <laughs> yeah. no fucking way I would have picked him as that guy. He was good though. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's there and he turns around and he's like, oh, do you like know that guy? And she's like, oh, that's Tim Beckett. How did you not recognise him? Yeah. yeah. Even though Jody's apparently really into Tim Beckett's music, but did not recognise him. That, I get so furious about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt is also asking Ali out and Ali's like, I'm going to go with Steve, bye. Yeah, because she – another part of this episode is that she seems to think that because she is now hanging out with Matt that everyone else is mad at her because they're friends with Jody, And nobody's even had a conversation. Not even Jody gives a shit. <laughs> At this point, but she's like, "Oh, I don't think we should hang out one on one because, like, it's weird with Jody." Yeah. Um. So yeah, she she won't go on dates with him. Um. So then they move to the warehouse where the warehouse is now a goth club, <laughs> and Steve is wearing eyeliner and looks fantastic in it. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, he looks really good. Yeah. It makes me furious that guys have good um, like eyelashes and stuff. I feel like we've had this conversation. I'm we getting have, sudden sense of deja vu. I have this conversation with my year seven boys. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'm like, I will 
cut your eyelashes off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Particularly because we've got a lot of um, kids that come from different ethnicities and they just have these super long black eyelashes. I'm like, get fucked. (laughs) Women pay like $80 every few weeks to have eyelashes like that. It's ridiculous. Mm. Uh, So everyone decides they need to, you know, pack it in for the night and – Definitely not famous Jim Scully is discussing music with Jody. I was a bit nervous because even though you said I like, thought it didn't you happen, might be like yeah. everyone everyone else leaves and Matt's like, Oh, Ali, I'll take you home and she's like, Nope, I'll go with Steve. Bye. And yeah. you can see Danny's like, Oh, great. <laughs> um and then like they got left there alone and I was like, my note was I'm nervous. And then yeah. It never it never eventuates into no, anything there is a, like later that. Later on I'm like, he's not giving me gross vibes. Yeah, yeah. So that's nice. I'm but at the same time I'm like, forget about the part where he's supposedly famous even though nobody recognizes him. <laughs> he's I'm gonna say mid forties. Yeah. Hanging out with school kids. It's weird. They might be in year eleven and twelve, but he's hanging out with a bunch of teenagers. He's like Drake. <laughs> um, because apparently he hangs out with school age people. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. Yeah, so he's not being he's not being untoward in any way. It just was like, what are you doing? Yeah, man? hey man, got any friends your own age? <laughs> <laughs> then we head to the stairwell um, apartment, apartment. <laughs> and Belle and Sam have this weird every scene with them. I felt awkward because their interactions were so awkward. Oh, when they first walked in, because she walks in first, she's singing a Tim Beckett song, I assume. Yep. And he is behind her and he reaches around and covers her mouth to stop her singing. But he also has his hand on her chest. I didn't not, not that. like Not boob, <laughs> okay. but like up the top here. Okay, like, yeah. And I was like, my, my note was, are they a couple? Have I missed an episode? No, you hadn't. Yeah, because then she's like, oh, my singing's not that bad. Then I heard a sentence on this show that I never want to hear on this show again. So... <laughs> They were talking about the music and the fact that she was in year eight and wearing a leather jacket, apparently, with Tim Beckett's movie, like, music came out. Yeah. And then (laughs) she's like, what about you? Were you, like, hitting the books kind of thing? And Belle goes, no, I associate that with when I grew my first beard. Yeah. like, who associates music from when they grew (laughs) facial hair? Also, Sam, as soon as he says he's grown a beard, she's, like, into it. And I'm like... How does growing a beard make you a rebel? And so they yeah, kiss. Yeah, she's like, oh, no, well, she asked him about it. And then he's like, she's like, oh, like, what are you, something. I thought you were pretty blah. straight. No, yeah. And he goes, oh, I guess I was just asserting my manhood. What is happening? And I was like, don't you ever, don't ever say the phrase asserting your manhood <laughs> ever again. And then I was like, why is growing a beard like a rebel thing I to do? I don't understand. I don't know what I missed. Yeah. And then I said, they kiss, ew, and I guess have sex. Candles galore. Well, actually, before that, this is where I get mad. Round one. Okay. So they kiss and then Belle asks, hey, is this a bad idea? And Sam's like, well, we are colleagues. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? We're colleagues instead of a student teacher. That would be so inappropriate because we work together. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. (laughs) You know, that didn't even occur to me. Oh, I got so mad. Oh, now I'm mad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> retrospectively, yeah, retrospectively mad. mad. <laughs> and so they go have sex, but there's a lot of fade to black intercut scenes with random objects, like a fan, like a, as in a pedestal fan running. And a and curtain a, in the breeze. And a violin. And I'm like, what? Did you say violin? Oh, sorry, cello. Double bass? Cello? Yeah, double bass. I don't know. Freaking hell, man. 
Leanne. Sorry, because it was a violin when it was close up to my head. And then <laughs> when she when it was close up to my head, I don't know. I'm very sleep deprived <laughs> move on, today. Move on. Anyway, like every house in Hartley, there are 42 lit candles by a curtain in the wind. Yeah. And so after they've done it, Sam wanders on out of bed. And that was. She kisses him on the cheek. Yeah, she and does. She gets out and stands there for a bit and then she leaves and then he wakes up. And later on has a sook about it. Yeah. So. so speaking of candles, we're back at the warehouse and they have 78 candles alight and Jim invites Jody to his studio. So this guy that just is doing some cool songs down at the Shark Ball has a studio and she's got no inkling that something's up. Did he say studio or house? I thought I he said studio. He could have said studio. My, I mean, my thing was that I just said Jim Tim isn't giving me gross vibes, which I appreciate. Yeah. But he's basically like, come on round and we'll write some songs. And she's like, I've got some time off school tomorrow. Yeah, were you still like, no, 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 no. I was more just like, like you said, like I've got this this dude that's, I mean, I guess he wants to help her with her career. Got a bit of a protege vibe, yeah. yeah. So the next day at school, Danny is annoyed because she didn't get any alone time with Steve. Mm. River thinks Jody is hooking up with Jim Scully or Jim Tim, as Jim Tim. the Janes call them. Yep. Just the all the Janes? <laughs> Just the Janes, all the Janes. <laughs> Any Janes listening? I assume it's Jim Tim for you as well. <laughs> and then Rivers is in science about to eat a clearly frozen sausage That's roll. My, my note was, we're in science class and Rivers has an uncooked sausage roll. It's so frozen. It is not cooked at all. In any way. And so this is apparently his breakfast and Belle is furious about carbohydrate-induced stupors. He throws it out. It is that hard frozen. That's I'm pretty my, sure that's it's... That's my favourite state of being. What? Is a carbohydrate stupor. <laughs> well, he throws it in the bin and I'm pretty sure he dented the bin with it. Like, that's how hard it was. It's like he threw a brick in there. Yeah. Well, like if you, it's just like, kablam. <laughs> like when he throws it in the bin. It comes through the bottom of the bin. <laughs> And so after it falls through the floor <laughs> into the next classroom below, Cat, uh, uh, they're all back out in the courtyard and Cat is team healthy and Connie's team burger. Yeah, so he's eating a burger and chips. She's eating her salad. That like I a guess... quinoa salad, it looks like. Quinoa's great. I don't know what. It's like a Greek salad? Yeah. I don't know. I assume she was eating a Greek salad because she's Greek. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just because she made all that. Remember she said she's going to. When they said, what are you going to cook for dinner? And she's like, Greek food? Okay, yeah, true. Um, but, yeah, she's saying that kids could eat would eat healthy food if they could get it. And yeah. Con's like, no, they wouldn't. Con so she's also vegetarian. Curious. And yeah. he's obviously not. Con's being ridiculous. Like, he's like, it's rabbit food. No, it's just, it's fine, man. Just yeah. chill out. You should probably eat, you probably even maybe put some lettuce on that burger. For yeah, start. Like, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> even like baby steps. Yeah, yeah, just anything. So... Um, she's like, that's it. I'm going to, they basically have a bet that she could convince people to eat it. Yeah. And then they head to, Kat goes to see Belle who takes, they both go to Delarine's like dining hall, I guess, of an office. There you go. I've thought of a new descriptor. Well, it is a good descriptor because he's sitting in there eating a pie and chips. I can't remember a time in at least the last five years I've ever sat down to have lunch at my desk. Probably more than five years. I had two minute noodles in the staff room today. In the in the fifteen minutes I had before my next class yeah, started, <laughs> I take my what my roll or my wrap or whatever I've made and I walk around with it on the in the yard. That's I had to eat it in the last fifteen minutes of my spare period because then I had to teach the next one and then I was taking a lunchtime activity. So 
That's the, it. Time's up. Fifteen minute window. I had to eat something. <laughs> so cats on the warpath with the full support from Belle, and also Delarine's really suspicious of the underlying motivations of Katarina. Like, yeah. uh, what are you trying to do here? And she's like, I just don't want people to eat crap all the time. It's you're eating yeah. poison, basically. I mean, she is also trying to win a bet. But she wanted to do it beforehand. <laughs> My favourite thing about this episode, so Delarine's holding the pie and he's got this, like, paper plate with chips on it. Yeah. And he says, all right, you can run the canteen for a couple of days. Two whole days. And then she's like, great, all right, well, I'll take these because you won't be needing this. And she takes the plate with the chips. And I was like, I would stab a bitch. <laughs> but also, he wa- this is, I think, one of the favourite line that he's ever said. So she and Belle walk out. He She walks out with his chips and they shut the door and he's sitting there with his pie and he goes, fascist. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say that wrong? Fascist. Fascist. Yeah, and he's like, he's like fascist. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. I would have put a pen through her hand as her hand came <laughs> as to collect my steal plate. As chips. <laughs> I, my best friend and I were in year 10 geography. We had a teacher that wouldn't allow us to speak in class from beginning to end. We couldn't speak. Just you two or the class? The whole class. Okay. And so what we would do is stab each other in the legs <laughs> with compasses, uh, like try and make the other one like say something, <laughs> and she got me good. She stabbed me in the leg, and I went, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and when you go to a big private school, that's pretty much – that's frowned upon anywhere, really. But <laughs> Especially. And so, but he was quite good. He turned around and he's like, um, he's like, get out. And so I had to get up and leave, and then – um, as blood ran down your leg. <laughs> and then me, my friend got sent out as well. So the two of us are just sitting out in the corridor. So it was a better class anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Being sent out is not the punishment that some teachers think it is. I said, well, it depends. So yeah. I, had, I had the advanced class today and there's this kid that annoys me the whole time. And he kept talking and I was like, can you just give me a minute to explain to everyone what we're doing? And then he held his watch up after a minute. And he's like, it's been more than a minute. And I was like, cool. Now you can set it to five. And go outside. And he's like, oh, no, it's all right. And I went, no, no. no bye. I'm telling you to go outside. And then the whole class was dead silent and he had to do the walk of shame in <laughs> complete silence out of the classroom. Good. Fucking try me, you little shit. <laughs> so we head to Tim. It's Tim Jim now for Jane. Yep. We've officially flipped over. He has, why would a famous musician have their name on the doorbell? Did he? Yeah, so it had T. Beckett. Oh, I didn't see it. This was the weirdest That makes sense scene. now that Jodie knew he was Tim Beckett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought she just made that assumption because he was in Rich a big house. fancy house. <laughs> no. Oh, I missed that bit. I must have been writing a note. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a fantastic house and um, – but she's like, oh, I've always thought you were the – Tim Beckett was the greatest and you're him. How would you not know? Like, there are music magazines, there are music yeah, videos. Yeah, how would you think he was the greatest and not know that what he looked like? Anything that he looked like. It doesn't even – you could have been like, hey, that guy looks kind of like Tim Beckett. That's like us saying, oh, we love Dave Grohl. We didn't realise you were him because you were yeah. calling yourself Steve or something. <laughs> what? Yeah, effectively, yeah. It's the same thing. Yep. So they have a weird interaction and he's like, come on in. It's a nice house. He's got big, like, tapestries up mm. on the wall. It's got a very, like, Mediterranean vibe. Yeah. Uh, then we head to the staff room where Sam is being unprofessional and gross. She walks up behind Belle and, like, puts her arms around his neck and, and, is, like, kisses, and kisses his kisses neck. Him. And 
she's like, oh, where were you this morning? Like, you left early. And he's like, oh, yeah, I went to do a workout and then came to school. And, and he literally like, gets oh. up and walks off. And she's like, oh, I didn't think you'd need a workout after this morning or last night or whatever. And I was like, buff. I, you're in a staff room. Yeah. And then he gets up and walks away. And then he's, I didn't, and then he goes, oh, she's like, oh, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, I'm not into one night stands. And I was like. She is literally draping herself over you. Mm-hmm. This doesn't seem like one night stand kind of behavior, but it turns out he's just having a big fucking sook because she decided to go and sleep in her own bed. And she's like, I didn't know we were at that stage yet. Didn't want it to be weird. Yeah. You know, I think we'll get there. Yeah. She's pretty reasonable for someone who's draping herself all over a colleague in the <laughs> staff room. Also, like, I've mentioned it before. My husband and I used to work at the same school, he works in a different capacity. And one time when we were in the staff room alone, I accidentally called him a pet name. I'd call him at home. I giggled hysterically left and couldn't see him for the rest of the day. I would not. Because <laughs> I was like, no, my brain's crossed from our work oh, no. cells to our, like no one was there. I'm like, I would never the be like straight myself over him being like, how's about last night? Ew, we're at work. <laughs> Anyone that I've ever worked with that are couples at school have never put on PDA. No. I think the max you might see is a couple may hold hands on the way from the car park in the morning. Yeah, like that's, not even that. I've only seen that once. Like most for me would be like they sit and eat lunch together in the staff room <laughs> yeah. when they can, not even every day. Like It's weird. Yeah. It's super weird. Anyway, so he has a tantrum. She talks him down from the tantrum and then we go back to the Beckett house where it's really, really awkward. They're sitting out by the pool. Apparently they've just had lunch. They've just had lunch. They're sitting out by the pool. Jodie's being weird. And then she's like, oh, when do you get out the $100 bottle of champagne? I was like, what the fuck is that line? I couldn't stop watching her struggle with the gate to the pool. (laughs) 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 Because if I was nervous in a situation. It was like a glass. It was, yeah. yeah. It was like an infinity pool with a glass thing. And then she's like closing it behind her, but it's not quite catching. And she's like, obviously the actress is moving on with the scene. Yeah, like can't (laughs) spend all the time fucking working with the gate. But I just like, I've seen her going, this is what I would do if I was like with someone, one of my greatest who I'd actually probably recognise. Um, singers of all time I'd be like a fucking door like in yeah. the back of my head but yeah it's weird so she wants to work on music and he's like let it flow man let it flow he's like oh we've just had lunch let it settle and she's like it's been half an hour also like it's not like swimming songwriting is like you well, need to and the other thing hour. too is because when I assume they put in that weird line about the champagne to bring up the fact that he doesn't, he doesn't drink. drink yeah so but this is the thing right he's like oh he goes there's stacks of booze in the house if you want to drink but i don't touch the stuff i'm an alcoholic and i was like mate no alcoholic that i know has a house full of fucking no. booze that would be like me bringing home fucking 10 kilos of chocolate <laughs> and not eating it if it's in the house i will fucking eat it and that's the same with alcoholics if there's alcohol yeah. in the house they will drink it. Yeah. You can't – I know um, – My house is full of booze, but I don't touch the stuff. <laughs> okay, then why is your house full of booze? I mean, mine is because I'm married to a European man, so – and you, I don't drink, yeah, <laughs> but I'm but not an alcoholic. Yeah, you don't drink because you're, I'm not, you're alcoholic. You, we just don't like the taste yeah. of it. Um, that's as far – yeah, so he's, like, super chill about that. They – He does seem to be putting off the songwriting, though. He's absolutely putting off the songwriting. Um, and then we go back to school where Rivers and Sam Ri- – sorry. Belle. Rivers comes across Sam and Belle in like an em- an embrace. Yeah. Seriously, you're fucking school guys. You're All in right. the yard. One thing, like if you're in the staff room, 
gross, don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I, it's better than in the schoolyard. So they're out in that – I think they're in that, like, courtyard where no one goes, where Ali was last week mm-hmm. staring at a basketball. I don't know. <laughs> people are always walking through it. Why do they think it's private? Yeah, so he sees them – this is where I thought, like, if he saw them, that she, he would start yelling or... Just, like, throws the basketball at yeah, Belle's like, head. do his, like, running tantrum thing where he just, like, sprints through the school. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, he sees them, but... He's, he's pissed. He's but, pissed off, but, yeah, he doesn't say um, anything. And then after, after Belle has literally... By the way, when he was in Delarine's office, he was like, yeah, um, I've noticed that the bad diet is really affecting their performance in class after lunch. Yeah. He's literally sleeping in class. Not just, like... Okay, this man is apparently so asleep with his hand like propping his face up at the teacher desk that they have rigged up the class skeleton <laughs> and put a line that goes from the skeleton somehow up to the ceiling and then down to one of them somehow so that when they pull on the string, it like pats his face, caresses his face, and that's how he wakes up. And I was like, how you, one, you can't be that asleep with your hand propping up no. your face you're just face plant but you also can't be that asleep that your class manages to rig up a skeleton to touch your face i wasn't i was very much on the kid's side that they all worked together and nobody ruined it to get him with it i appreciated that i'm like look at them all working together oh yeah yeah but yeah, good job team rivers is not part of this he's too busy glaring yep so he is woken up by his class and he's like, on with your work. <laughs> no. And they're like, ah, oh, who is she? You should apologise for wasting their time because I get mad. I would be furious if a kid did that in class. So why do you get off? Yeah. Matt, he's a shit teacher today. <laughs> <laughs> then we head to Tim's and it's still awkward. He also has an aria on his shelf. Yeah, I read yeah. he has an aria. Um, but the thing is, all of his. Oh, Do they by the way, have an aria in the prop house. That's what I want to know. They must. If you're, like, if you're from the UK, it'd be like the equivalent of like the Brit Awards. Like it's our it's our music industry awards. Yeah. And so I don't understand. Also, because he's obviously just moved in. There are boxes everywhere, but he's managed to unpack his aria awards. His awards are out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they. She's working on the song and he's just like, no, it's a bit shit. Apparently they've worked (laughs) on it for five minutes and he's like, no, it's not going to work. And she's like, we've literally just started. And he's like, look, it's not the lyrics. It's the, I don't know. He went on the whole thing. My line was Jodie singing and Tim Jim looks like he's having war flashbacks. (laughs) (laughs) He's like staring up into space, tells her it's shit, then has a go at her and then she freaks out and literally runs away. Yeah. As well as the Aria plus whatever awards he's got. He's also got two handy bottles of vodka sitting on the mantelpiece. The alcoholic has full bottles of alcohol in few, like, used as decorator pieces. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to put all my awards on this mantelpiece as well as these two massive bottles of vodka. So Just to remind myself that I'm an alcoholic. She gets upset and runs out. There's a little bit of slow mo. It's a very long cut scene of her running away. It's a long way to run. <laughs> She's got to uh, run up like two staircases. I don't know why we had to watch her across though. Across the courtyard, up another staircase. <laughs> and then they slow motioned it. Like yeah. there was 30 minutes of that was just running. He's, sta- he's standing at the mantelpiece going, going Jody, Jody, come back. Jody. <laughs> she's, She's long. Like she's yeah. back at the warehouse by now, mate. <laughs> oh no, it was a long scene. She's, <laughs> he was still there. So he opens the bottle. We watch the lid fall to the ground, also in slow motion. Kadoosh onto the tiles. Yep. Very dramatic. Same sound that was made when the sausage roll hit the bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Diddly diddly diddly. Jackpool. 
Con decides he's going to sabotage Katarina with alternative food options. I don't know if you remember this. I don't know why it's so prominent in my mind. But Jamie Oliver, the chef, he went through that, like, I'm going to revolutionize school dinners. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. And some parents got so mad. They were putting sneaking junk through food through the bars of the school fence kids. to kids. Like, Do you know what my other favorite thing about that series was? What? <laughs> he, did a, he did an episode where he showed kids what is put into chicken nuggets. Which is so like these are entrails. like these are like primary school kids, yeah. and he's like, "Here's the all this bullshit of the chicken that they don't use, and they just mash it up, and they turn it into this sludge, and then they turn that sludge into like chicken nugget, chicken nugget, and then they bread it, and then they fry it." And so he's showed them the whole process from fucking sludge to chicken nugget, and he puts the chicken nuggets down, and he goes, "Now who would eat that now, knowing what's in it?" And they all just look at him, and then one kid puts his hand up, <laughs> and then they all put their hands up. <laughs> It's like these like grade four kids are like, yeah, no, that's a nugget. Yeah, it's I know it's gone through all this, but now you've made it look like a nugget. And yes, I would eat that. <laughs> I love it. God, it made me laugh. I feel like I remember that scene because he just looks like he's, he's so been defeated hit by a truck. Yeah, yeah, like when those kids all put their hands up. I would imagine it's the same look that I had. So I remember uh, when I taught PE and health, a female. Another female PE teacher and I had to. We had all the girls together, and we were talking about sexting, and about how you shouldn't send nudes and all this kind of stuff. And we we're going through that. Don't do it. Blah blah blah. Once it's out there, it's fucking out there forever. And then at the end of the session, I was like looking at the at the girls, like the other teacher was packing up, and I went, "Put your hand up if you'd still send a picture of yourself to a guy if he asked you for it, if you liked him." They all put their fucking hands up. Fuck off. And I turned to the other teacher and I was like. <laughs> Nothing. What's a, what, a, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I had to explain to a student once, this is still a couple of years ago, when they were like, they, they had basically sent a picture to their boyfriend, broken up, the boyfriend had sent it to other yes. friends. And we were talking about it. And she's like, what would you, when you were young, how often did this happen? And I was like, well, for me to do that, I would have had to have taken photos <laughs> of myself with a film camera, taken uh-huh. it to the chemist, <laughs> Got those photos produced. Yep. Collected it from the chemist, which would have been embarrassing as hell. Never gone back to that chemist. Never gone back again. to that chemist. Given that photo to the guy who would then have to have photocopied the photo <laughs> to distribute it out. <laughs> you and I were coordinators at the same time at the same school. Do you remember there was a parent that came up? So same a girl had sent a photo to her boyfriend and she the boyfriend had showed one of his other friends and that friend had just like gone ape shit and sent it to everyone. And the mum came up and demanded that we take it off the internet. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? What do I look like? The fucking queen of the internet? Once it's out, and I remember having to explain, we're sitting there with the assistant principal was with us as well, and we're just like, we can't do that. We want you to go to the police. We want yeah. you to do that. But she's like, can't you just deal with it? No, we I'm can't. Like, no. Are you insane? <laughs> How am I meant to get back that photo that your daughter sent plus Every copy that's gone out on Snapchat and, like, DMs and stuff. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. Anyway. Teach your kids not to send photos, guys. Yep. Anyway, so (laughs) we've gone from sexting for chicken nuggets. I'm working my way back (laughs) to the hot dog stand. (laughs) To the hot dog stand. (laughs) So he's decided he's going to host a hot dog stand while Katerina tries to sell her food because he'll get more business. That annoys me. Mm -hmm. They're meant to be going out now, right? 
Are they sort kind of, of a but couple? not really. No, aren't they just friends that kiss occasionally? Uh, okay. That even that being said, why is he not being supportive? Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't he be like, yeah, I'll help you. Like, we'll get everyone onto healthy food. I guess because he doesn't want to eat healthy food. But yeah, he just literally decides he's going to be in direct competition with hot dogs. Rude. Um, and Danny and Steve also continue to fight at the shark pool um, about the fact that they have no time together and Ali is always there. Yeah. <laughs> and then she rolls on in. Yeah, so Ali's always around Steve and I guess she doesn't want to hang out with Matt because she thinks everyone's going to hate her for it. <laughs> Danny's like, oh, um, you know, can you maybe talk to her and so we can just get a little bit more alone time? And then Ali comes over and Steve's basically just like... No, it. he was like, hey, um, so we were having a conversation and they look tense. So Ali's like, oh, you're not fighting because she'd come over to be like, hey, Katarina and Connor having their first fight. And she's like, oh, no, you guys aren't fighting too. What about? And then they're just like, ah. And so what they're fighting about is they can't get any alone time. What Ali sees it as is they don't want me around because she of She thinks Danny hates her. Yeah, yeah. So in particular. And Danny's like, you can't have said it like that because – Yeah, so yeah. Ali's like, oh, okay. And she leaves. And then Danny's like, uh, you probably could have done it better than that. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? And she actually says now she's going to think I hate her. Yeah, and yep. she does. I just looked at my notes. I was trying to say later that night at the shark pool. Instead, I've written later that diddly. <laughs> later that diddly at later the shark pool. Later that diddly at the shark pool. They're all, this was all at the shark pool. Yes. Yeah. Jody's warming up the crowd because Tim Beckett is supposed to be there. And he's not because he's drunk. Well, he shows up and he smashed. And he's brought that vodka bottle with him. And he's apologising. He does a terrible performance. I think he says, I think he's like, oh, you don't have to pay me. Yeah, you don't have to pay me. I'm feeling generous. Yeah. And Daddy's like sitting there at the counter going, this is embarrassing. She literally <laughs> says those words. <laughs> so then he gets up on stage and Jody's super pissed at him still and he gets up and then he can't remember his own song and he has to get Jody to sing it. Yep. And he's like, oh, thanks for this. And she's like, I'm not doing it for you. Yeah. His con's like, can you please get up there? <laughs> I need you to save me for this. Yeah. And um, he's like, I'm sorry. I was a bit mean. And she's like, shut up. And so... And he's literally not let the vodka bottle go the entire time. He's and then Steve takes time. a photo of him drinking out of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, which was very also, pointed. I yeah. thought that was going to come back later. It does. Like it he was going to see the photo of himself and go, oh my God, what have I done? No. No, did not. Then we head back to school and Katarina's food stand, which really... How is having a table in the middle of the schoolyard running the, the canteen? In the middle of the basketball court <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> but running the canteen means being in the canteen, not... Having a table out in the middle of fucking yeah. nowhere. So it's not doing well. Effie's there. Hi, Effie. She's enjoying the food because Con, it right in front of her, is selling, to quote him, continental sausages handpicked by virgins. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a chef's hat on. Yeah, he's as wearing well. a chef's hat. Matt grabs a hot dog and Katerina is furious because it hasn't gone that well. And everyone is sick. Well, she goes to, so she's pissed off. She goes to Delorraine's office. And she's like, how can you let him do that? And he's like, well, you know, I let you set up yours and, you know, have to be equally fair or whatever. Then Matt comes in and he's like, hey, so uh, I feel really sick and I need to go home. And then Delarine's like, uh, not if I get there first. Both of them have food poisoning from the hot dogs. Yep. It's your own fault for not getting Katarina's stuff. Yep. 
We head back to the shark pool because apparently Matt has recovered enough. Apparently Matt just like, <laughs> I don't know, tossed his cookies and now he's fine. Yep. He's at the shark pool with Ali. And he's, because he's sick, he's become a jerk. So she mis- has misinterpreted Steve and Danny wanting time alone with being cut out by She's the whole like, gang. everyone's freezing me out. Like, it's because yeah, of Jody. Mate, you're being pretty paranoid. She's being super paranoid. But here's the thing. I wrote down the conversation okay. and Matt's really rude. Yep. She says, I think we should call it. He says, that is crazy. She says, have you got a better idea? And he goes, yeah, you should see a shrink. Oh, I do not like the way Matt speaks to women. No. Anyone really, but his girlfriends in particular mm-hmm. when he is in a fucking strop. Fuck off, Matt. You're a joke. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So he does have some good advice where he's like, if if you think Danny's got the problem, you need to talk to Danny. Why don't you just say that, man? Yeah. And he's like, you should talk to Danny. And she's like, okay, yeah, good idea. let's eat. And then he goes and chucks up again, I guess. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then we go back to the courts where Belle confronts Rivers about his exam and he finally learns what <gasps> none of his colleagues have told him. Everyone I, must hate him. I enjoyed this moment, right? <laughs> okay, so they're out there and Rivers is playing basketball and he's like, hey, here's your shit exam, Mark. What's like, going on, man? Is it the sausage roll? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and he goes, oh, you shacked up with um, you shacked up with her? You shacked up with Sam? And he's like, oh, so yeah, that's any of your business. I mean, you knocked on the door and he was there. You can be Rivers. housemates. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he's like oh, shacked, shacked up, up, I guess. Emotionally shacked up. And then up. Rivers goes, listen, I'm I know good. for a fact that she prefers her guys younger, a lot younger. Damn. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was so good. And then I was like, that was amazing. And surely... This is going to break up Andrew and Sam. I was wrong. Oh, oh, don't worry. Here's where all my capital letters come back. <laughs> so anyway, Andrew, like... Heads to the stairwell. Yeah, so obviously, the, I don't know, because time likes to just not exist in also, this show. Also, I think the stairwell apartment has had a paint job. It looks... Maybe. It looks nice. Anyway, continue. So we've gone from being at school in the basketball courts to suddenly it's well after school and Sam's home and Andrew didn't come home for dinner but he's pissy when he comes in and he's like, hey, so did you have an affair with a student? And I'm sitting there going, fucking yes. And she's like, oh, um, like I don't see how that's any of your business or whatever. And he's like, who was it? And she was like, oh, Peter Rivers. <laughs> and he goes, well, that's the thing though. This is what I was so happy because my note was he finds out and then he goes, well, that's that. And I thought, hopefully. Fucking done. Yeah, yeah my job. <laughs> And he goes, she, and then she says she ended it because she knew it was wrong. And oh, no. Like, Wait. Lying moo cow. Even before that, she says, I didn't say anything because it happened a long time before I even met you. We know for a fact that Katerina was gone for six months mm-hmm. and Sam came after she left, had the relationship, and Katerina returned this episode after. Just before Belle came. Yeah. So it's less – if I'm breaking laws <laughs> and committing moral atrocities <laughs> within six months, that's not a long time ago. No. No. But imagine, right? I just need everyone – I'm specifically talking to Leanne because like, we're both teachers, but I need everyone to think about this. Imagine that you had just started a relationship with someone and then you found out that a few months ago they had slept with a teenager. It's like – it's the same semester still. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> that you – say you were da- you just started dating a teacher. I mean, this is the same thing. Like you've started yeah. dating a teacher that works at your school and then you find out that that teacher had a, a relationship, a sexual relationship 
for the student that you're both teaching. Both of you have that student. Not only would I class. end that relationship and move out of that apartment, I'd I would them. report them and I'd probably move to another school. I don't know why. And look, I'm not, I don't know why he doesn't go, why are you still here, man? Like, yeah, how are you possibly are you still, still teaching? teaching? Um, so she says, I ended the relationship because I knew it was wrong, which is what you said. Fucking lie. No, you fucking did. You did it because you got caught. Yeah. And you were told you were told it was wrong by Yola, and you, were basic, and you ignored it. And you were basically told that if you didn't end it, you were going to get reported. You defended it when you were told it was wrong. <laughs> and then she says to him, I've dealt with it. If you can't, I guess we've got a problem. And he's like, and she's like. I've dealt with the fact that I have committed a felony offence. But if you can't. <laughs> she's like, there's nothing for you to accept. Yeah, um, what? <laughs> yeah, I slept with a teenager that was under my care. What's your problem? So I love that she's giving relationship ultimatums because he can't deal with the fact that she committed like legal and I'll quote it again, moral atrocities. Oh, like I love moral she's, atrocities. She's really like, it's like, oh, Sam's the victim here. What a jerk <laughs> Bell is to put her in this box, you know, a box of not sleeping with students. Listen, like... The bar is low for most, <laughs> like for a lot of people, but I think I would say not sleeping with teenagers. They just, you know what? That's a very low that's, bar. That's, like it is very easy to meet that bar. Yeah, just don't sleep with a teenager. Boom, tick. <laughs> Ridiculous. You are an ideal partner. <laughs> so then we head to the Bordinos, where Con is gross and a creep. My note for this entire scene was Con needs a punch in the dick. I wrote down his I mean, you're not wrong. Con, who has always been our non-problematic in a, in that sense, yeah. very consent-driven king. Yeah. How he has fallen. <laughs> so she, he's like, oh, I've won. And Katarina's like, well, no, it's it's day one. Mm-hmm. I get two days. Yep. And he <laughs> wrote it down. He goes, I've had a difficult day. New business venture. Drunk musician. I've had it all. Except some loving. Ew. And she keeps telling him to back off and he keeps not backing off. Like he off. keeps like trying to embrace her and she's like, get your hands off me. Fuck she right says, off. You made me, you tried to make an idiot out of me and now I'm supposed to like you. Yeah. And he's like, well, I've had a bad day so you should like do stuff. What the fuck? <laughs> this is not consistent with Con's character. No, I was not pleased. Where is our consent con? I like it. It's consent good. con. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to the warehouse and Jodie's got a brand new guitar. Tim Jim sent her a guitar as a sorry. And she doesn't accept it because she's a legend. And Rufus is like, man, it's worth his. We could like, he's we can like, sell it. Yeah, we can sell it. <laughs> we are poor warehouse living students. Yeah. <laughs> we could use it for yeah. actual light bulbs. So there's a note with it and he's like, oh, I don't know how to say sorry. Hopefully this goes some way. And she basically packs it back up and gives it to the delivery guy. And he's she's like, like, okay. <laughs> Take it back where you got it. Um, then Danny and Ali become friends again. I like Ali and Danny together. Yeah, they are. They're a good, so, they're a good friendship. Yeah, Ali speaks to Danny and Danny explains that they just wanted alone time, her and Steve. And she was like, oh, I'm so glad that it's not like me. Yeah. And, then, now. and so she's like, no, nope, think you're good together. Let's carry on. Yeah. And sorry, Ali. That's it. Yeah. Zero, zero shit's given by anybody. <laughs> <laughs> then Katarina has food stand round two and nobody wants those stupid hot dogs. Matt has swapped to Kat's food. So Matt's eating his food and he comes up to Con and he's like, you got a lot of nerve. I was throwing up all night. And he's like, here, I'll give you two for free. <laughs> and then Deloraine walks up and he's like, you can basically pack your shit up before yeah. I call the health department. And I was like, mate, this. you're in charge of this. Yeah, yeah. You're the principal. <laughs> you're the one that's going to get into trouble. You're calling the health department on yourself. 
Yeah. We run barbecues. So say we've got athletics day, like we have barbecues and sometimes we have barbecues at school, but you have to have like a food handling certificate. Yeah. And basically we just fucking burn everything to make sure that it's cooked. <laughs> Are you really Australian if you haven't had a burnt sausage yeah, that's in true. bread? <laughs> <laughs> like half of our culture <gasps> is a bunning sausage. I was just about to bring up Bunnings sausages, right? Okay. So in Australia, we've got a hardware store, hardware store called Bunnings, and every pretty much every Bunnings every weekend has a sausage sizzle. And that's like we have another sort of major chain. They also have sausage sizzles, but they are all referred to no matter what the hardware store is. It is a Bunnings sausage, <laughs> it's a Bunnings snag. <laughs> and I have not had one for a very long time, mm. and I had to go on the weekend, and I was like. I'm going to get a snag. I haven't had one for ages. It was $3.50. Yeah, they're expensive. $3.50. To be fair, the reason that half the reason Jane moved to her house and why I like her house so much is it is within 500 metres of a Bunnings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, yes, projects. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I was like, whoa, holy shit. Like, Three, I, I enjoyed it. is a lot. It is a lot. Was that with onion? No. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. We used, they used to be $1.50. Back in my day, oh, they were $2 yeah. probably. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, another big Australian thing is that um, when you go to vote... Yep. So democracy sausage. Democracy sausage. And a cake stall. Yeah, so they always have sausage this will sweet wherever you're voting. I love Australia. In fact, <laughs> we have a website that whenever there is an election, including state elections, it doesn't even have to be our federal election, there's a website where you can upload or track where there will be sausage sizzles... <laughs> near your like which polling stations in your area so you can go to the right one yeah yeah and they're all for charity yeah like all the bunnings ones it's like a different charity every week they the kind one, of schedule in when they're going to do their sausage sizzle so yes um you basically it's not like you basically hire but you don't have to pay like you you get booked in like so the surf life safe club the guides and then all our democracy sausages a lot of a lot of our voting happens in like primary like in schools schools, schools. Yeah. so that money will go to the school yeah Anyway, <laughs> we got really excited. Yeah, now I want that for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite thing about summer is like there's no meal – because you know me, I like meal prep yeah. and stuff every weekend. You know what meals you're going to have for the week. No, they're, uh, they're already cooked. They're in the fridge. Like I cook a whole you're bunch insane. of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what meal I'm having until usually about 20 <laughs> minutes before I eat it. <laughs> but my favourite part of summer is pretty much almost all – nights are it is a barbecue i have a barbecue now i got it not long before winter started so i've only used it a couple of times but i will be snagging it up we can have we can have it next to your cat your cat enclosure yeah so i have a barbecue right next to my cat enclosure (laughs) cats fucking love it (laughs) it'll be good they love the smell (laughs) (laughs) so we head to the bordinos and con is pissed off that he lost that he lost also he's having a fucking meltdown again. oh well the other thing was even before we got back to the the thing so he's like he's packing up his shitty hot dogs yep and then katarina says you've got to eat the, the hummus basically yeah, yeah. Which, is, puree, which is hummus hummus is delicious yeah i would have thought that that would be something that like he would he have would eaten like. growing up in a half greek household yeah yeah um and he's refusing to eat it for some reason she has a fucking baby bath sized tub <laughs> full really of does. hummus and she throws it on him. I make my own hummus and it is fantastic. I don't, but I also like store-bought. Yeah. 
So he's pissed at, at the Bordinos and she's like, eat the damn got, chickpeas. He's got chickpeas in his Chickpeas ears. are also delicious. I love chickpeas. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, he's having a real meltdown about vegetables and I can't figure I out why. I think he's mostly having a meltdown because he lost. Yeah. So um, Con storms off and, and she's like, oh, I heard his pride. And Effie's like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> Effie says, oh, he doesn't stay mad for longer than 30 seconds. Yeah. And she's like, ah, this time I think I might have like really pissed him <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, so after Jody has sent the guitar back, I guess he brings it to the warehouse. He's in the warehouse. And at first I'm like, for fuck's sake, get a lock, guys. But it turns out Rivers let him Rivers in. Rivers let him in. Yeah. And so, and he wants to explain to Jody, basically, he says he can't write songs. He hasn't got any more songs in him. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> Artists. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go back to the stairwell apartment and Sam, who slept with a student, is is apparently the morally superior one in this argument. Andrew comes in. She's sitting up in her loft, I guess. And he comes in. He's like, I'm really sorry. I was just jealous. Are you fucking serious? He's Are jealous. Fucking serious. Not, and not and apologizing <sighs> for it. <sighs> not disgusted by the fact that she slept with a student. He's jealous of the fact that she slept with Rivers. And, and she's like, I can't handle, she who slept with her student is like, I can't handle jealousy in a relationship. Because, you know, she's a morally superior one. Because he got jealous. And then he's like, I'm really sorry. Like, it won't happen again. I'm like, you are shitty about the wrong thing, right? She slept with a teenager, a student, who was under her care and you're apologising for being jealous. Honestly, Andrew, run. Run, bitch, run. You should be setting fire to that fucking apartment (laughs) and running for it. So they have this whole discussion. Then he says he'll go on probation. And she makes a joke about pee plates. So she's probably thinking about like 17-year-olds and she's back into him. (laughs) Like... Because she's like, where would you wear the pee plates? Well, the other thing too is that like when they're arguing, she goes, I'm pretty independent. Can you handle that? And I was like, I'd be more worried about the fact that people would be upset about the fact that I had slept with a teenager. I just, it's the lack. I slept with a teenager. Can you handle that? (laughs) It is. It's the lack of. Self-awareness. It's not even self, like it's just the fact that she. Lack of remorse. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the lack of remorse. She at no point is like, I have messed up this student's life. I am continuing to do so by being there. Mm -hmm. I've really confused him for future relationships and there is trauma there. Um, But you know what? I'm a good teacher (laughs) and I'm independent. My overall note was I'm so disappointed. Also, there were fucking candles everywhere again. Again. It's just we we go, I, we go from the candles at their apartment to Jody lighting a candle like candle four hundred ninety two <laughs> of this episode in the warehouse yeah so we're back at the warehouse so it turns out Tim Beckett lost his wife and daughter to the rock and roll lifestyle in the sense that they left him yeah and so he's still got no songs left in him that's pretty much yeah so he basically he's like spilling to Gus to Jody and says she's like why are you telling me all this and he's like oh because I want to help you and like I can help with the money and the studio time and stuff like that but I just haven't got any songs left in me yeah. He's very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to the Bordinos. Uh, it's the next morning and breakfast is being made and then Con starts coming down the stairs and Katarina like hip checks Helen out of the way of the oven. Is like, oh, yeah, I made all this. Yeah, so Helen's like cooked breakfast 
like bacon and all that kind of stuff, which because their big argument was like, you're a vegetarian, I'm yeah, carnivore, this is going to work. never work. So, yeah, she basically like tackles Helen out of the way so it looks like she cooked the bacon and then, then they make out in front of Helen. Yeah, they make out in front of Effie and Helen. <laughs> Gross. It's a lot. I wasn't a fan. We missed the double date bit. Oh, we did miss a double date. I apologise. Would you like to explain the double date? Yep. So now that everything's kind of cleared up and Matt and Ali have the go-ahead, I guess. So Ali and Danny are playing a game of pool and Steve comes in and he's got like two tickets to go to a gig, whatever. I don't know what it is. And then she's like – and Danny's like, oh, have you got a third ticket? Because then Ali could come along. And she's like, no, no, no. And now it seems to be like who can over-polite the other person (laughs) and then (laughs) out-polite the other person. And then he's like, oh, well, if Matt could come and that way we could have like a double date. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, but I insist – Ali's saying, I insist that we leave separately. And she and Danny like knowing look at each other. So that So I guess out. that's cool now. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird – Double dating with your little sister. Uh, like that's fine. I've done it. But the thing that gets me is that Steve was so protective and tried to keep her away from Matt. But now it's fine. Yeah, it's all good now. Yeah. Then Sorry. bacon and eggs. And then it's like early in the morning, I guess, before the kids have left for school. Mm. And Tim's banging on the warehouse, tiny door. And he's somehow managed to get one more song squeezed out of himself. <laughs> he squeezed one more song out. Song squeezed one more song out. Squeezed. And it's... Uh, oh, no. It's because it's our last point. And it's just, I love that word. Yeah. Say it. Squeeze. No, say it like, squeeze. (laughs) Squeeze. See how much fun is it? Yeah, it's good. I'm happy now. All right. So it's the song Second Chance. It's an Abby Tucker song. Yeah, Um, because it plays over the credits. Tim Beckett has taken Jody's credit. (laughs) Um, Rude. So that's the end of the episode is them jamming and being excited they jam and steve and rivers seem to like the song and they finish the song and that's the end of the episode but then the actual song plays Plays over over credits credits. and then that's it do you have predictions based on this episode you kind of touched on them already yeah so i think with jody and tim helping her how many episodes left four four yeah okay so i reckon that she's gonna get picked up by a label Okay. Because he does mention, I know all the people. Yeah. And the places. So I reckon they'll, like, next episode is probably going to be her about, like, making a demo and then him giving the demo to people he knows or something. And then they're like, yeah, cool, let's start touring. And yes. then she'll be gone. No, 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 no. So I was processing. Yeah, okay. That's a good guess. Um, my, I'm a little bit thrown by Sam being so into Belle. Yep. Because, because he's of age. <laughs> <laughs> And because it was like at the beginning she was really not into it and now she seems to be even more into it than he is. Yes. So I like I I can't see like I don't know. Okay. I know Rivers leaves. Yes. So I don't know if it's gonna be a situation where he's like, I don't wanna be around this. I'm I'm outie. I'm outie. <laughs> What's that from? Clueless. Clueless. And then he like he leaves. Um, or whether the fight thing still happens, whether he and like Belle because Bella said that he was jealous, mm-hmm. and obviously Rivers is jealous. Whether those two have like a punch on, I don't know. Over Sam, the predator. Yeah. So and um and then maybe like Sam gets mad at Bell for like being up a teenager. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't see Bell doing well in a fight. So. <laughs> um, and or whether like. But he's had a beard. <laughs> 
Yeah, but now he's got short hair and Rufus has got long hair. So, <laughs> so you know, he's out manhooded. <laughs> <laughs> My only other thing would be like if they are either he leaves and Sam stays and keeps teaching because they don't seem to give a shit that what that she's done what she's done. Mm. So maybe they could just keep her on and then Rivers just leaves or whether Rivers does a big fucking holding the boom box over his thing up to <laughs> and like declaring his love and he's like, you don't love him, you love me. And then she's like, I do love you, teenager. They steal the cherry picker they, from Jody and Nick. And then they both get on her motorbike and ride away. Yeah. Which point Jane quits. <laughs> oh, look. Fuck it. If they've both gone and I never have to see it ever happen again, yep. okay, I'll deal with it. But, yeah, so my, I guess either Sam stays and Rivers goes or they leave Rivers together. and Sam go together and whether it's a big declaration from him and she has to choose between Belle and him and chooses him, which is just fucking horrendous. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, and as per usual, I think we talked about this last week, I know this show just likes to chuck shit in. You're waiting for someone to die. Yeah. But the thing is I have no I have no idea who that would be. But you've said that quite like quite a few of the old cast leave. So mm-hmm. I guess it was probably down to Jody, Con, and you've said you've seen where Con and Katarina are a couple. Mm-hmm. So it can't be him because he's obviously continues on. You told me Katarina stays for fucking ages in this show. Which leaves like Matt, Ali, Danny, Steve. And I honestly don't I, – uh, I don't know. Maybe Matt. I reckon my money would either be on Matt, Danny or Steve. Yep. Which is like three of the four, so it's not that big a bet. <laughs> but I have no idea. your odds. It could not happen at all. I It could – but I don't know what they would do. Like how they would kill them off. Yeah. They Well, I mean, look. But like I said, this show just likes to just suddenly go kaboom Nick, like it did with Joe. And plus Nick got into boxing in three episodes exactly. and was gone. So, but yeah. there's nothing about those characters that I can see them doing that would get them killed. Yep. Which means it's going to be some kind of accident, like one of them gets hit by a car. Like when Danny like got Danny hit by did. a car yeah. and I was like, holy fuck, is she dead? Yeah. Have they done this to me again? Yeah, that's yeah. fair. So I don't know what – I don't think it's going to be like – it's not like if someone's sick and dies at the end of a sickness. Yep. It's going to be Kablamo. someone gets shot like Joe or someone gets hit in the head like Nick and suddenly they're dead. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you have a student of the week? I'm going to go with Kat. Yeah, I'm going with Katarina too because yeah. I do enjoy a good chickpea-related meal. Yeah. <laughs> so. And even though it was a bet, I think she genuinely was getting people to eat healthier food. So And she's ahead of the curve because now the government has things in place that say you can't even sell certain things at canteens. Yeah. So good for her. Yep. Who is your student on suspension? I'm putting Con on suspension. Yes, I would go with Con. Not accepting no. Just competition that didn't have to be there. And then he had a massive fucking sook about the fact he lost the bet and also was way too forward when she was obviously not into it. Agreed. And do you have a staff member on? Do you have a staff member on notice? It's always Sam. It is always Sam, but now Belle's in the same group. Now both of them are on notice because both of them don't seem to really quite grasp the seriousness of what she's done. And now Della Rain, who let her teach because he he's now the best that we've got again because he at least let them have the food thing. He let them have the healthy food. Yep. And it also made me laugh that he said fascists <laughs> and it also made me laugh that he got the shits from the hot dog. <laughs> so good job, yep. Della Rain. Well done on getting diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. That's all it takes to be fucking teacher of the week at this school at this point in time. <laughs> Are you sleeping with a teenager or are you shitting through the eye of a needle? Oh, Delarine, you win. (laughs) Again, the bar is high. (laughs) So send us your emails. We have gotten emails. I keep forgetting. I keep 
forgetting to you keep do asking the for them and then pod- not reading them out. Yeah, I know. So I'm gonna re- I'll read one from our listener Kieran, who we have spoken about on this podcast before. Hi, Kieran. How are you? You don't have to answer out loud while you're listening to this. <laughs> no, you should. Shane <laughs> no, insists. Say it, say it to the radio. Whatever you listen <laughs> the radio. to. Well, I listen on my car radio. Oh, okay, fair. Uh, so he says, Hi, Jane and Leanne. I started watching Heartbreak High from season three a couple of weeks ago uh, as I'm in hospital with a broken leg. So that sucks. Oh. I'm sorry. If it is a workplace accident, Jane can commiserate because she has one at least. She has I one. I sanded my fingers. I didn't break a leg. Jane has a workplace accident as many times Get as... Get fucked. As, I've had oh, two. Yeah, let me see. What? What about the time you fell off that bike or you wrecked your back on the That's bike? That's the other one. What about the time you crashed a bus into it? <laughs> that wasn't that cover. I just crashed that the bus. That was cover. So as many, as many cast members have died as Jane has had workplace accidents. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll accept that. <laughs> So we hope it's healing soon. He says, I have to say, even as a teenager, when ABC3 showed Heartbreak High, I wasn't a fan of Sam and Rivers, and I'm still not. In real life, Sam would have been reported, struck off, and probably even jailed for her affair with Rivers. Correct. No one should be a fan of Sam and Rivers. Correct. Kieran, you are on our team. Yep. We are on your team. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Here's one for Jane, because I already know this is coming. I'm I'm trying to decide if I'm going to give you all of the information, because he gives two spoilers. And one of them will directly affect your Ooh. prediction. Ooh, now you have to tell <laughs> me. Okay. So one, I won't spoil it, but I'll say in season four, there is a student, there is a female student going all the way with a male teacher. So that's something to look forward to for Jane. Jane has her face went so red automatically. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. <laughs> and also warning, Matt gets a lot more annoying next season. <laughs> that's your spoiler. Oh, so Matt's yeah. not dead. Mm. That's not dead. If it's someone from the old cast, it would have to be either Danny or um, Steve. Mm. If it happens. I like that you're like, no, 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 this is happening. If it did happen, it would have to be one of those two. Unless Jodie died, but I don't I don't ever recall hearing that her character died. I don't know. No, so, yes. Oh, hang on. Frozen So there is face. another student-teacher relationship. You, a sexual student-teacher yep. relationship. Yep. I don't remember it being romanticised as such, though. Like romanticize as much as this whole will they won't they they were true love and they've been torn apart by you know laws and morality i'm so mad <laughs> fuck this show <laughs> we were do- we were on such I'm a high so note mad. we were on a high note you're talking kieran, about delarine you've ruined my life <laughs> kieran i appreciate it because most of her anger is usually at me i'm coming for the other one <laughs> So if you'd also like to send an email so Jane can threaten you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kieran. <laughs> he didn't endorse it. He's on our side. So you've known this is coming. Yeah. You've yeah. known that there is another Actually, one. Yep, go. Is Well, this is the thing, though. There's barely any teachers. So if it's a female student. But more teachers and more students come in next season. Okay. Yeah. Are they both brand new people? I'm the same. Well, I reckon it has to be a new teacher. I doubt Bell's going to sleep with any of the kids. I mean, he was pretty accepting of Sam doing it. So. Yeah, but I don't think he would do it. Yeah. And I don't think Delarine's going to. And that's all the people that are at this fucking school. <laughs> we don't even have that's to literally speak it. anymore. Like, uh, Graeme is apparently still there, though, because we see him in season four. Yeah, he but Graham, nothing to also, Graeme's gay. So, yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> it's ridiculous that there's no other teachers. Yeah, so it must be a new teacher. Could be Danny, if she lives. If she lives. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyway, 
Um, so, yeah, if you also want to be threatened by Jane for sending in kind emails, thank you, Kieran. Uh, you can email us at snubbrackai at gmail.com. Nope. He <laughs> it started out so strong and then he just told you one thing and it's over. Seriously. I feel like this is the reaction you wanted, Kieran, so <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> um, you can uh, also, yeah. I also want to say, too, that the, um, the, the lovely people who run Heartbreak High fans mm-hmm. – um, and they also did the book. What was the book called? Because you own it and the I don't because I'm not allowed to read it. The Inside yeah. Story. Um, they have a Facebook page um, as well. And they ha- they did very nicely offer that we could add to the Facebook page and put our – when we put up episodes and stuff, it's just that we don't have a Facebook page. I don't even have Facebook. Yeah. yeah I, I use it very rarely and I I don't know if we'd start up a Facebook page for this because – We can look into it. You guys can communicate on it more than we do, much like <laughs> – like our Instagram. Well, they're probably communicating on Heartbreak High fans. But yes. if you're not on their Facebook page, I'm sure you could probably just search up Heartbreak High fans and they it'll come up. They have fun content. Their Instagram is really fun and they have good throwbacks. And they won't threaten you like we do. So <laughs> just winning all around. Me, when it's really me. It's really Jane, but I was just trying to make it a group thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, catch us on Instagram at Snapbreak High. Maybe we'll look into Facebook, send us emails so you can be – Yelled at by me. Intimidated and threatened by Jane. (laughs) Have an excellent week. Bye. (laughs)